welcome to the Moving Forward Podcast. My name is Robbie. I'm your host, and I'm here with Andy Lemrock. Hello, Andy. How you doing, Robbie? Good to be back week in, week out. Absolutely. Keeping this going. <laughs> and um, the good thing about this is that the news keeps going, and it keeps getting exciting. So today's topic is about Apple and Google. So Apple is allegedly quietly working on its own search engine to reduce reliance on Google. So a recent report from the Financial Times runs up a lot of rumors, leaks, and other info suggesting that Apple is working on its own search engine and that its efforts to do so are increasing. The reporting also suggests that it's likely that Apple is fast-tracking a search product due to Google's current legal situation. Um, As of now, the default search engine on Apple iPhones is Google, and allegedly, Google pays Apple up to $12 billion per year for that privilege. If Google can't do that anymore as a result of the lawsuit, an Apple search engine will be necessary or else Apple could face user experience issues. So what is Google in trouble for? Well, the US Department of Justice filed a lawsuit against Google, citing the search engine's long-running dominance in online search and anti-competitive practices in search advertising, focusing on advertising uh, through search, so not Google's entire um, ad business. The DOJ, along with 11 U.S. states, claimed Google has been unlawfully operating a monopoly in general search and search advertising through a web of exclusionary agreements. So Google pays billions of dollars to other companies to maintain its place as the default search engine on various platforms, including Apple's iPhones. Um, The DOJ also cited Google's requirement to load its own apps, which are not able to be deleted, well, unless you root your phone and so on, onto most Android phones. So these are the main claims that the DOJ have. It seems to me that it makes sense if Apple is paying billions to be in that situation, sorry, Google is paying billions to be in that situation. Um, But I don't think the main concern of this lawsuit is the fact that that Google probably uh, controls 80 to 90% of the market share of the um, search engine. So, do you feel like this is something necessary? Do you feel like we need to make sure there is a lot of competition in this uh, place, uh, maybe a ban on such payments? Um, or is this just a free market thing? We should allow them to do what they need to do to be successful. Well, so first of all, let me start by saying, you know, dog ate my homework. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I really yeah. haven't, haven't looked at this in detail. But I think what's really intriguing about this particular situation is, uh, is there an unraveling of the big tech giants um, when we when we talk about the market? You know, it, it's like, does it feel like big oil all over again, um, where or big finance and those sorts of things? Where if we look back on history, when you have these uh, industrial revolutions, um, typically someone stands out and steals a lion's share of the marketplace and. Mm. Then, a, then there's eventually a backlash to that and regulatory uh, policy catches up, governance catches up, and they start to decouple or unravel these. And this could be the start of that. Is That would be my observation. And it's not, and it, it's not as if Google is the only one in this space. Um, Amazon is definitely in a position of monopoly, I would say. Um, Apple is, a lot of people claim that in a posi- it's in a position of monopoly with regards to the App Store. Um, on iPhones, although that is a bit of a different thing because they produce the hardware there. Um, And a lot of these companies are just there. What what do you think 
could be a solution? Should we take these companies apart? Should these companies be um, be controlled by a government entity? Um, should they be governed maybe with um, certain limitations on the power of the government uh, by the government? Or should we just allow them to uh, be there and encourage competition? Yeah, look, it's a good question. There's a lot to debate here. But um, you know, if you look at the behavior of these really big tech giants, um, you know, if they see something that's potentially competition uh, or big, and if they see it as really good competition, they typically buy it. Um, yeah. And they absorb that that technology or IP that's associated with it. Um, I, I think there's been cases where they, where we might even believe that they bought it just to take it, remove the potential uprise of competition as well. Sure. Um, so I think there's a lot of things at, at foot here. The whole search market in itself is also very interesting. And I think social media um, plays a significant part in that, you know, what does search look like for Facebook, for example, right? Um, we we start to search the Facebook ecosystem itself for information now that then links out to the, you know, the World Wide Web yeah. uh, on topics and things like that, not just staying within the Facebook ecosystem, et cetera. So I think the, the search market is a really important one. There's no question about that. And, you know, history would say that, no one's really been able to take on Google successfully in that, you know, even the powerhouse of Microsoft and Bing mm -hmm. uh, couldn't crack that. Okay. Uh, it's not that the Microsoft Bing uh, solution is not equal to it. It's a great solution, but haven't been able to capture the hearts and minds of all the consumers. Right. And so I think there's a lot more to play out here, Ravi, but it is, we are starting to see the fracture and potential breakdown of this uh, monopoly. And it's it's one of those things where it had, it's a double-edged sword because uh, Google and these companies that are stacking billions of dollars are in a position where they can invest in research. Uh, they just have so much money, it's not a big problem for them to throw a few million dollars on a VR lab or on an augmented reality lab. And we see that happening all the time. And that's that's a place where if you put any restrictions uh, on such organizations that could limit their revenue, um, you are being put in a position where you might be stifling innovation. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, we also see innovation from startups. Um, and maybe these startups are motivated to do that innovation and get into debt at the beginning and not be profitable because they know they would be acquired by these billion dollar organizations um yeah. so it, it 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 we are being put in a, a situation where uh, the government knows that they probably need to do something about this um and if they do there is a lot of things that can go wrong that would probably go wrong and un complete uncertainty about what could go right yeah but also to look to a, another industry that's now I don't know if it's mass disruption, but significant disruption that was also largely, you know, large conglomerates uh, monopolizing a very significant market, and that's financial services, right? Mm -hmm. uh, financial sector banking, um, better way of putting it. Um, whilst the banks remain uh, heavily regulated, uh, it's, you know, 
new market niche players have moved in and they're moving in very quickly. You know, we've seen Square, you know, pop up and PayPal to name a few, and they're big organizations, right? And then you've got the neo banks like the Starling Bank out of the UK and things like that happening. So that it I, I think what's important here is as much as the regulators are going after Google in this particular case, hmm. I do have faith that society does have a conscious and and a conscious ability to challenge these uh, monopolies, um, if we call it that. And I don't mean that in necessarily all in a bad way. It's just a way of describing, you know, that, that they dominate the market. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think sometimes we forget or f- or discount to some degree that the, the the your generation that's coming through is highly motivated by meaningful purpose, mm. highly motivated, more so than ever in history. And, and that gives me a lot of hope that we are, as a society as a whole, pivoting towards that. And so we won't tolerate these situations where we don't have fair playing fields or we don't think we're creating playing fields that are beneficial to society in general. So, so you know, good to see the regulators, you know, obviously looking at it, but hmm. um, I think there's more influencers uh, out there that could, you know, play just as well to the advantage of um, changing that landscape. Yeah, and, and you know, to 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 end on a, a on a good note, uh, it, it is the fact that um, a lot of people, and we've seen a lot of movements such as uh, the movement behind DuckDuckGo as a privacy search engine um, and the pe- popularity that um, it's gaining. Um, so it's not really in a position to compete with um, Google, but um, at least you have an alternative to go to if you want to. Um, disp- you know, at, at the same time, we know that you are going to be using Google one way or another um, because Google is enabling the internet to be what it is today. Um, and it's not just um, a, a revenue-making um, uh, machine, but it's also a machine that's that's smoothing um, the process of working on the internet and making it easier by providing heaps of free services, such, a, such as Google Meet, which you and I are using right now, completely free of charge. But maybe they're selling our data, but I think it's... Uh, um, we're in a position where we can make the decision on that. Yeah, look, and, and a quick couple of points. You know, my daughter's school you, uh, encourages them to use some type of community uh, search engine browser. I can't remember what it is, but by using that, uh, somehow credits go towards planting of trees or something That's like awesome. that, right? So, um, it, so I think there's lots of initiatives around that. But also, you know, in terms of wrapping that up, we can never forget that, you know, the likes of Google um, are at the heart and soul of the internet, okay? Um, And a lot of why the internet's successful and so powerful and so helpful is because of the work that they've done, right? Uh, And they continue to do. So we've got to be careful what we're tearing down here, (laughs) if at all, right? So... I think there's a lot, lot, it's a great topic. There's lots of sides to this argument and um, one that I hope our listeners, you know, can uh, go out and debate a little bit further. It's a good one. Absolutely. And a good topic to, and, and, and a good ending to episode 25 of the Moving Forward podcast. This was your daily dose of smiles, which are coming behind from faces that you can't see because this is audio. Thank you everyone for listening. Thanks Andy for being with me.
Thanks, Robbie. Good session. Take care, everyone.